0: With all of the tax changes that happened last year for both businesses and individuals, you might not want to prepare your own tax return this year. Even if you don't prepare your own tax return, you are still responsible for all the information on that return. So I have for you today four questions you should ask a potential tax preparer and four signs that you should run. I'm Deltrees Hart Anderson, keeping the IRS out of the pocketbooks, wallets, and bank accounts of taxpayers. And welcome to the very first 2022 episode of Tax Problem Solved. Before we get into our four questions that you should ask a potential preparer, as well as four signs that you should run, I want to share with you a story about a tax company out of the Chicago area, Financial Plus Services, owned by Melissa Gasca. So between the years of 2017 and 2020, Melissa filed, and her company, I should say, filed nearly five Thousand federal income tax returns. Over 900 of those returns were filed in 2020. When the there was a complaint against her, the IRS started looking at those returns and realized that a lot of those returns and let me just go back and say a significant amount of those tax returns had overstated tax refunds. What does that mean? There were tax refunds that taxpayers were receiving that they should not have received. Okay? Now, the IRS will deal with Melissa because of this. But guess who else the IRS is going to deal with? The IRS is going to deal with each and every one of those taxpayers, each and every one of those clients. Why? Because as a taxpayer, regardless to whether you prepare your tax return or a tax professional prepare your tax return, you are responsible for all of the information on that return. So when you think about having someone to prepare your return and you're paying for that return, you want to make sure that this person is Able and qualified to prepare your return. So, I say all of that to say when you are choosing a tax professional or a tax preparer, accountant, tax accountant, whatever you want to call it, if you are going to choose someone to assist you with preparing your tax return, here are four questions that you should ask that potential preparer, as well as four signs that you should run. Here are the four questions you need to ask any potential tax preparer when considering to pay someone to prepare your tax return. Question number one, how are you qualified to prepare my tax return? And let me just tell you up front, there should be no qualified or credential preparer that should take offense to this question. Okay, you need in this day and time, especially with all these tax changes, all these different tax laws, the twists and turns, you need a credentialed, qualified person. Okay, qualifications and credentials come in many different ways, but you need someone in your corner that has read up on the tax laws that had to take. a quiz or a test or some courses in order to keep their credentials, okay, or keep whatever qualifications that they have. Now, the base at at minimum, anybody that you get to prepare your tax return, at minimum, they should have a P-10. And I'm saying P-T-I-N, which is short for preparer tax identification number. That's the minimum that they should have. If they don't have that minimum, then you move on to the next person. Now, obviously, there are many specific types of preparers. One is an enrolled agent or EA for short. One is a CPA that most everyone, um, that's the most common, n- commonly known, but not the most common to prepare the tax returns, as well as attorneys. All three of those People are tax preparers, but you do have some wonderful preparers that are none of the above, but they have some sort of credential, some sort of test or course they had to take in order to maintain their P10. So again, do not be afraid to ask, how are you qualified to prepare my tax return? Question number three how much are your fees? Do not allow them to take offense at that question. Because here's the thing, tax preparers are not allowed to tell you that, oh, your fee is going to be based on a percentage of your refund because that's illegal. Now, they may not know exactly how much that tax return will cost you, but they can give you a range, a starting at point. If you have these things, then it's probably going to be around this amount. Okay. If you have a business, if you have two businesses, if you have real estate, if you have crypto, whatever the case may be, they should give you, they should be able to give you a starting point. Do not allow them to take offense at those questions and get those questions, get that, those questions answered because you. Need to know. Okay. Question number three Ask them do they e file the tax returns? So here's the thing today is January 6, 2022. As of right now, only businesses can start to e file tomorrow, January 7, 2022. Individuals, the IRS has not said when they are going to open up the e filing for individuals. It should be the latter part of January, early part of February. But here's the thing. If your tax preparer does not e-file or your potential tax preparer does not e-file, you may want to reconsider doing business with them. The IRS allows three years to be e-filed. So this is 2021. I'm sorry, this is 2022. So the IRS right now is allowing tax returns for 2019, 2020, and 2021 to be e file All the other years have to be mailed in. But you want to avoid pandemic-related paper delays. So you want to make sure and get your preparer to e-file tax returns, because you don't want your refund held up, or you don't want the IRS thinking that you did not prepare your tax return. True story, because we have clients that we help with back tax issues. We mailed a tax return from my office back in March of 2021. It took the IRS until November of 2021 to even acknowledge the tax return, okay? so all the while the client is getting letters and having to stress out until the IRS finally recognizes acknowledges that tax return you don't want those problems you don't you want no letters or minimal letters from the IRS so this is a valid question that you should ask your tax professional or potential tax professional and lastly The fourth question is, where are you going to be after April 15th? The reason you want to know that is you want to be able to communicate with that tax preparer if you have to after April 15th. Okay, why? Because letters come. There are so many letters that come out from the IRS after tax season is over. It's almost like they turn a switch on and letters just start pouring out after around June, July. Letters just start coming from everywhere. And if you are unable to interpret the letter, then you want to know that your tax professional does not shut down as of April 15th. Okay, there needs to be some sort of communication that you can have with the tax professional or their team in order to answer any questions after tax season. Now, don't be fooled. This service is probably not going to be for free, but you want to make sure that that professional and their team makes themselves available after April 15th. So now you've chosen this tax preparer to prepare your return for you. There's still time to get out if something doesn't pass the sniff test. Here are four signs that even if you have already allowed them to prepare your return, here are signs that you should run. Sign number one, if you are asked to sign a blank tax return don't do it you should run because you are not going to know what that preparer places on that tax return you never want to sign a tax return before it is completed number two if your tax professional your paid tax preparer, does not ask you for receipts then you need to run Because here's the thing, the paid professional, I don't care who it is, a close friend, a family member, or someone that has been preparing your tax return forever, they do not know the ins and outs of your current tax year. They just don't. So even if it is someone that's very familiar with you, let's say that you have a business they don't know how much income you actually made in your business unless they were your bookkeeper they don't know the expenses that you had okay you need to provide them or they need to ask you for records of income records of expenses if you tell you can't just tell them oh i bought a car and the car was fifty thousand dollars They need to see a record. And if they're not asking you for records, there's something wrong. And we'll take that car for instance. With the car, it is important that you document when you purchase the car. It's important to document how much you paid for the car. And then they need to know other things. What's the mileage on the car? How much you paid for insurance, taxes, maintenance. They need to know these things. Because if they don't ask you all of these things, they will not know the best way to maximize your deductions. Okay. So that was just one example, but it applies to any expenses that you have. They need to ask for receipts and records. If they don't run. Same thing with an individual. If you have five children. And no one asks you about the validity of the children, whether you are legitimately claiming the children and they just say, "Okay, just give me their Social Security numbers and dates of birth. But they're not asking you for proof that those children are yours or proof that those children live with you. That's a problem. You need to run. You definitely need to run. Number three if you were not offered the opportunity to review the tax return before being asked to sign the tax return run again the tax professional they need to be able to explain the tax return to you okay if they can't explain where all those numbers came from on all of the lines of the tax return that's a problem So you want to get with a professional that can verify that you can feel comfortable with what is on the tax return, the accuracy of the tax return before you sign it. And do not be afraid. Remember, you are paying this person. Do not be afraid to ask questions if something isn't clear or if you feel something is not quite right. Because once you sign it, Remember, you are responsible for all the information on that tax return, whether it's good, bad, right, or wrong, you're still responsible. And number four, if your tax preparer did not sign the tax return, that's an issue. If they're not signing it and their P10 is not on that, tax return P10 the prepare tax ID number then that is an issue because it will look as though you prepare the return yourself now you don't have any security you can't say to the IRS oh the tax place across the street prepared my return or one that I've heard before a true story someone told me someone that was in tax trouble that they used to get their taxes done. They would meet a man in this parking lot and the man would pick up their documents and take them. The man would call them back in a few days and have paperwork for them to sign, but the man would never sign any paperwork himself. So they would get a copy of the return without a preparer signature, even though they paid a preparer. So, If your preparer does not sign your tax return, that's a red flag and you should run. So, guys, that's all I have for you today. Happy, happy new year. I hope that you have learned something, some nugget that you can take from this podcast to help you stay out of trouble with the IRS. And listen, if you've fallen victim to an unscrupulous tax preparer and now you owe the IRS or you're getting some letters, you can't understand what's going on, please schedule a time to chat with me at www.callthetaxpro.com. That's www.callthetaxpro.com. I'll be glad to help you sort things out. We provide you always with a free confidential conversation, okay? I am Deltrese Hart Anderson, keeping the IRS out of the pocketbooks, wallets, and bank accounts of taxpayers. Till next time, bye y'all.